Hello and thank you for joining me on another edition of Spiritual Protein. My name is Renzo Tolero. Welcome to my podcast. I hope that you're having an awesome day. Today I am super pumped because I am going to begin a brand new teaching series entitled How to Have Ever-Increasing Faith. Now faith is a subject that I am extremely passionate about. And you know why? Well, because Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says that without faith, Brothers and sisters, it is impossible to please God. So faith is something that all of us as Christ followers need to be extremely, extremely passionate about because God is extremely passionate about faith. Now, before I jump in, let's go ahead and open up in a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, I lift up everyone in the sound of my voice anywhere in the world listening to this podcast. I ask that you embrace them, bless them, surround them with your favor, Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask that you open their hearts and minds to receive from your word today, Lord, that they would never be the same. Yes, Lord, that they would be transformed by the renewing of their minds. And I ask that you use me for your glory. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, let's jump in. So our key text is found in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 17. And I'm going to read this from the New King James Version. The Bible says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Now before we go any further, let let me ask you this question. What is faith? I want you to think about it. I'm sure you can come up with a few good definitions. You see, although there are many good definitions of faith, let's face it, the best and most accurate definition of faith is found in the Bible. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1, and I'm going to read this from the Amplified Classic Version, the Bible says, Now faith is the assurance the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Amen. Man, that's so powerful. That's my favorite translation of that verse. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, the amplified classic Version. I encourage you to study the scriptures utilizing that version because it, it amplifies it. It extracts the original Hebrew or Greek or Aramaic meaning of the scripture. It's very powerful. That, brothers and sisters, is the best and most accurate definition of faith. Now, you must realize that faith is a spiritual force. In other words, it's a spiritual law. Therefore, It has the ability to override any physical, natural law. It has the ability to make the impossible possible. In addition, faith has nothing to do with your five physical senses. Let me repeat that. Faith has nothing to do with your five physical senses. Again, it's spiritual. It's a spiritual force. The spirit realm is far more advanced and real 
than the natural realm you experience with your physical senses. You see, behind this natural three-dimensional realm that we live in physically and that we experience with our physical senses, there is an unseen realm that is more real than we can comprehend. Brothers and sisters, it's the supernatural realm. Let me share with you how to have ever-increasing faith from a biblical perspective. After all, God wants you to go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Amen? Listen, there is no such thing as neutral in the spirit realm. No. You will either progress or regress, increase or decrease. Got that? That being said, the choice is truly yours. Now get ready and jot this down. The first way to have ever-increasing faith is hear and obey. Although the Bible has a plethora of examples of men and women who chose to hear and obey God, one primary example is the biblical account of when Peter, of when Peter supernaturally walked on water. How did he do it? Great question. Let's take a look. In the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 28 and 29, I'm going to read this from the New Living Version. The Bible says, Peter said to Jesus, If it is you, Lord, tell me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water to Jesus. You see, Peter, like all of us, had his share of strengths and weaknesses. One of his greatest strengths was his bold faith. And one of his greatest achievements prior to the day of Pentecost was when he actually walked on water. That's right. Brothers and sisters, Peter walked on water. Now, I know that some of us have read this biblical account many, many times, and we've heard it. Maybe you heard it in Bible school growing up. But I, I want you to allow that to sink in. Peter walked on water. That is supernatural. Many times, we are so quick to criticize Peter because he never made it all the way to Jesus on the water. Quite frankly, Peter's faith at that moment was extremely impressive. I mean, when was the last time you walked on water? I know I never have. Okay? So if you've never walked on water, let's not be quick to criticize Peter. What Peter did was absolutely amazing. Amen? Let's give credit where credit is due. He did something that, other than Jesus, no other human being has ever done. You see, at that precise moment, Peter's faith in Jesus allowed him to operate in the supernatural. In other words, he was able to do the impossible. Amen? Let's face it, walking on water is humanly impossible. 
It goes against the laws of physics, particularly the law of gravity. It makes no logical scientific sense. Jesus gave Peter a very direct command. He told Peter, Come! Upon hearing Jesus' command, Peter's faith increased, allowing him to walk on water. At that moment, his faith empowered him to override the law of gravity. Amazing! Likewise, when you hear and obey God, your faith will increase, allowing you to operate in the supernatural. Now, does that mean that you will be able to walk on water? Well, all things are possible. However, what would be the purpose? What would be the motive? Is that something that God would want you to do? I think you get the picture. You might ask, Renzo, how can I hear God? Simple, with your spiritual ears. In other words, you hear Him with your spirit, your inner man, not with your natural physical ears. Listen, the primary way that God speaks to you is through His Word, the Bible. Biblically speaking, faith only comes one way. It comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Reference scripture is our key text, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Notice the word hearing denotes a continual process. It's an ongoing process that never ends. Notice that it doesn't say faith comes by having heard and by having heard the Word of God, past tense. No, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Brothers and sisters, it is an ongoing process. Amen? This is why it is absolutely critical that you meditate on God's Word daily, preferably day and night. Doing so will cause your faith to increase continuously. Even though hearing the Word of God is how you increase your faith, it doesn't end there. You must be a doer of the Word, not a hearer only. Amen? As a matter of fact, the Bible says that faith without corresponding action is dead. The reference scripture there can be found in the book of James chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. James chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. Now, to meditate simply means to think deeply about, to ponder, and to contemplate. It also involves a recitation of God's Word. You see, meditating involves your ear and eye gates. Amen? In essence, you are consuming and digesting the Word of God. That's how you get it into your heart, your spirit, your inner man. Only the Word of God has the power to create, sustain, heal, prosper, restore, regenerate, transform, deliver, and so forth. It is life. And it's the only thing that nourishes your spirit, 
your inner man, the real you. Amen? Therefore, brothers and sisters, I cannot underscore enough how important it is to meditate on God's word daily. Remember this truth. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a physical body. God created you in his image and likeness. Therefore, you are a triune being. Amen. So once again, the first way to have ever increasing faith is hear and obey. Well, until next time, I want to remind you, you are loved. You are valued. You are extremely special. You are God's masterpiece. God bless.